0: Hey, Internet. How's it going, Internet?
1: Welcome to episode 60 of Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people
0: uh, angry online. Oh, yeah. Uh, got, a lot of people got pissed this week. This is, but first, let's talk about our personal lives. Because this is going to be the last episode. We record
1: in our faithful uh, living room slash Derek's podcast. living room, yeah. You, podcast w- podcast you will studio. notice... Uh, an uptick in, or a downtick in sound quality.
0: We'll probably be louder, because Derek's getting a new Beechula pad.
1: I don't, I don't know if we should be louder there. That's a place I actually care, because I'm going back to renting after owning for the past three years, and now I have to give a fuck about things like noise complaints, or, uh...
0: Valid point. So how about, from now on... You stop yelling, and then we'll be the same level. And then we won't have to turn the mic. Or you just
1: bring your volume up to my level.
0: Yeah. And then for the first time on this podcast, we will be equals. I could do that. Okay. So we'll do... This is what we'll do. In your new apartment, we'll both just try to scream louder than the other person and get you evicted within a week. Love it. So we'll have... Sixty episodes in this current one, one, one episode <laughs> in your new bachelor pad, and then one more episode in your next bachelor pad,
1: in, or the cardboard box. I know. Fuck, apartment hunting was a grind. I don't know how people here do it. Like Derek, what? Can we talk
0: real estate? I I don't want you to say how hard it is to find a place to live because of valid dates all those whiny assholes who've been crying They're about right though it's
1: shitty housing
0: in vancouver for the it last was, two uh, years
1: if i showed you i don't know where you listen to this from uh dear listener but if i showed you what uh 1800 got you in coquitlam which is a suburb yeah. of, of vancouver you would feel not great about your prospects for living here
0: probably the <laughs> only place you'd do worse is toronto in Canada, at least. Yeah. Well, because who the fuck
1: wants to live anywhere else? Montreal. What? I would, like, the only other city other than Vancouver I would live in, in Canada. Anytime I think Montreal.
0: of Montreal, I think of it, like, kind of like New York, but with, like, angry French people. Yeah. Instead of angry Italians. That is
1: that is exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> That's nailed it. But it's
0: it's charming. And neither of those sounds good, although the food would probably be good. Yeah.
1: Food's fantastic.
0: Yeah, that would be good.
1: I say this having been to Montreal exactly
0: once Boy, in my life. You've been and, to Montreal. I just drove drove through it. Basically, we did stopped, you stop and eat? We stopped for a smoked meat sandwich at uh, Schwartz's Deli. Really, that's all you have to do. Did you just name drop a deli? Schwartz's Deli is that like the place to go?
1: It's apparently a deli where people like to eat smoked but meat like,
0: sandwiches. Was somebody in the car being like, "Guys, we have to stop." Oh yeah, Schwartz's. I was
1: like, when we researched, we were like, "What's the one restaurant in Montreal we have to eat at?" It was Schwartz's Deli.
0: That's Which, so weird. On the East Coast, like really? they're like they're like, Yeah, the one place you gotta go is this podunk deli where you they just put it's famous cold cuts on bread and it's give it famous, to you. Famous Whereas like on the West Coast, it's like, oh, what's the one restaurant I gotta do? And they're like, uh, seventy dollar steak place or some weird fusion thing. I mean, I'm
1: sure Montreal has like high end restaurants, but for us it's yeah. all about the the smoked meat. Yeah. Probably could have found
0: a good poutine spot too. Probably. Although their poutine's probably not as good as ours because we like bastardize it and put a whole bunch of shit in it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You want some like craft dinner in your poutine? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I doubt you could get like bacon and broccoli. I don't know why I said broccoli. That doesn't sound good. Why would you want broccoli on your poutine? I don't know. Get a load of
1: Mr. Health Kick over here. I think it's just. Wants broccoli on
0: his poutine. Because it goes with bacon so well, bacon and broccoli. Anyways. I've never heard of that once in my life. Uh, maybe alliteration. <laughs> it's probably the only reason I said it. Jesus. I was trying to think of a food on the fly, and it was like, the first one was carrots. And I was like, that's gross. What has happened to you that the first foods that come to your mind
1: are vegetables? Well, gout. Right? That's the thing that happened. <laughs> Touche.
0: <laughs> it's, it's ruined my culinary experience, really. Because every time someone's like, "Hey, you want to go to a restaurant?" I'm like, "Do they have vegetables and chicken?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> really the two narrows, things you want to narrows eat your window a lot. When you go out, you're like, "Ah, oh, I can't wait to have a big meal of chicken and vegetables." Can I
1: get just like a bland chicken breast <laughs> and some steamed vegetables, please? Hey,
0: what's the best thing you have on your menu? Okay, now fucking ignore that and bring me some chicken and vegetables, please. <laughs> Oh. Do you have anything green that was cooked with steam? I'll eat that while everybody else gets to have something good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> as long as they let me smell it. Yeah. Please let me smell it, a memoir <laughs> by Dale De
0: DeRuiter. Uh, the death of my culinary career, or the death of my culinary life. So yeah, apartment hunting was not fun, but found a
1: place, uh, and now we're moving on a very, very short and condensed timeline.
0: It is. I always find apartment hunting in a weird way kind of enthralling because you like – you look at like – how many places did you look at? Like 30 different places? Oh, yeah. And then each one you look at and you're like, what would it be like to live here? And then you imagine yourself living there and you're like, "Hmm, all right. And then you don't get it and you're like, ah. And you're somehow already attached to it because you had already imagined yourself living there. And then you're kind of upset you didn't get it. So by the time you finally get a place, you're just like, oh, Finally, I got a place after imagining myself living in, like, 30 different places.
1: So my experience was I went and, like, I looked at, like, five places. And then I found a basement suite that I kind of liked. Yeah. So I, like, applied for the basement suite. Yeah. And uh, the basement suite approved me. And I basically just had to sign the paperwork and get back to them Yeah. uh, the next day. Uh, And then on a whim, I went and looked at this place that was, like, six hundred dollars a month more expensive yeah uh and fucking love that place yeah i was like this is the place i want to live this is the place where i envisioned my life being awesome yeah uh so i applied for that place yeah and uh tried to like string the basement suite along yeah until i got an answer on the other as place you, as your
0: backup girl yeah
1: you yeah you gotta have a you gotta have a backup <laughs> in the hopper right like yeah. you know in yeah. case in case your first choice rejects you, yeah. you got to have something else ready to go because who wants to be homeless or whatever? Yeah, exactly.
0: I bet, though, you're going to be so happy you didn't end up in a basement suite because you're always like – like my the place I was living in before this one was a basement suite and the one before that was a basement suite. and But before that, it had been like five years since I'd lived in a basement suite. And I was always like after you don't live in a basement suite for a long time, you're like, yeah – I kind of remember I didn't like it, but it's not fresh in your mind. So you're like, oh, I could put up with it. And then you're like, think of all the money you'd save and how much cheaper it is. And you're like, you know, all these basement suites are so much cheaper. That was than it. Kondo's. It was like quality of life. And then you move in and it's like people stomping above you. And you're like, I've made a horrible mistake because you're like, whatever. I could listen to people stomp, but then like. Two days later, you're just like, this is so fucking annoying. So I, I kept looking it. at
1: basement suites and I, I liked a lot of them. But all I could think about was your experience where you uh, complained to your landlord <laughs> <laughs> about a party they were having yeah. and got evicted like, <laughs> basically the next day.
0: On a Sunday night. Yeah. And they're like, this is your eviction notice. And I was like, mm, yeah. I'm like, I don't think that shit happens in condos so yeah, much. Yeah, so no. Also, we didn't sign a lease agreement or anything. They just, like, met us and were like, yeah, you could live here. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this doesn't seem fishy at all. <laughs> what bad could ever come of this?
1: Uh, so I applied for the nice place, the $2,100 place. What just a there? bottle. All right. I, I didn't know it was there. Uh, and the, the really nice place ended up... Uh, shooting saying like no because someone had applied before me and they gave it to that person instead Mm -hmm. uh and by that point i had spent so much time talking myself out of the basement suite that i was like well i don't really want the basement suite anymore so i told them to walk yeah and then i looked at like 15 more places and then (laughs) i heard heard back from the the expense yeah the expensive place let me know that i didn't get it which crushed me a little bit that was like i thought
0: you said they gave it to someone else yeah they gave it to someone else oh
1: uh, and then found like two or three more places that I kind of liked, applied yeah. for those places. Uh, and then the really expensive place came crawling back to me. They oh, really? Were like, oh, yeah. They were like, oh... The first person that we made the offer to, they haven't given us, you know, damage deposit or paid for anything yet. Oh. And I was like, beat it, because I found this <laughs> other place that was like uh, $300 a month cheaper that was nice. probably equally nice. So, nice. A- everything's coming up, Derek.
0: Is there anything more satisfying than when someone who just rejected you comes back and you're like, you know what? <laughs> I've moved on. Found something better.
1: Even even if, and this is true in all areas of my life, if you reject me and then you come back to me asking for a second chance, even if it's the best in my best interest to do it, I will one hundred percent tell you to fuck yourself out
0: of spite, dude. Spite <laughs> is probably the most delicious seasoning you could ever have. Like. <laughs> I talked about it before, but the most recent case where this is similar for me is when I got laid off. They laid me off Friday, Friday evening, 15 minutes before the end of the shift. They're like, oh, we will pay you till the end of the shift. And I was like, what? All right. See you later. And then by Wednesday I had another job. And then two weeks later they called me back. and They're like, Hey, uh, you're working. And I was like, yep. And they're like, do you want to come back? And I was like, nope. They're like, All right, we tried. And then they hung up and I was in my car and I was just like, yes. I was like, I was like, it was spiteful and petty and I knew it, but it was so fucking good. It was like one of those things is like, I guess it would be like a vindication orgasm when you're like, oh, they came back. They wanted me. Yes.
1: Meanwhile, like, you know, from their perspective, like the twenty one hundred dollar place. I was like, no, get out of here. Found a new place. And they're just like, Okay. go find a new tenant. And
0: they're like, I'll just call the next (laughs) guy on the list. And he
1: takes it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, this is the greatest victory of my entire life. They're
0: probably crying in a bathtub right now because I said no. (laughs) Uh. So uh, you want to talk about what actually made people angry and. We done talking about house hunting. Believe in something. Oh wait, so even if it means wait, why? What were you gonna? Fuck! I just totally stepped on that, didn't I? With a what? Are you leading into the next? Uh, well, I was gonna segue. I
1: was gonna. I Remember was gonna when drop we were it. good at segways? No. And people were like, "You happened. guys are
0: really good at segways." I think we just
1: sold it better. Yeah.
0: Speaking of shoes. I think we just said our segues were better. Yes. Yeah, okay, we're done with house hunting. Okay, start your segue again. You know what
1: I wore to look at houses? Shoes. Speaking of shoes. Oh,
0: fuck, you know what I wore today? Shoes. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, man. Guess what? Shoes are in the news, buddy. You know what I heard? I heard that pretty much everybody wears something on their feet the fuck up. And if they don't, they're too poor to listen to this podcast anyway. So, that's they're not our uh, audience. That's kind of classes there, bud. We Is
1: could it? have some people who uh who elect to rather than wear shoes. They take their shoe budget and they buy uh like an electronic device that they could use to stream our pod. I'm sure there's at least one yeah, or two okay. like that. Yeah, okay. If out you
0: there. don't have shoes and you're listening to this podcast, I will give you my old shoes I hate. Instead of driving to the to the donation box because that's a pain in the ass. Do you so. donate your old shoes? Yeah. Oh. Well, what I do is I throw all the clothes I don't want in a bag. And I put that bag in my trunk for like eight months <laughs> and I totally forget about it. And then when I have to put something in the trunk, like I'm moving or the one or two times Or helping a year, your friend move? Yeah. Then I'm like at 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I drive to one of those donation bins and then throw it in there. Just throw a
1: moldy bag. It's and then clothes. you know what?
0: I'm like, I'm a good guy. I donated my old clothes, and I didn't throw them away. Send
1: a tweet about it. Just yeah. be like, hey, check check it out. I'm donating things. Yeah, Look at me. Like,
0: Talk about that garbage island in the Pacific all you want, because I donated my clothes. So that's not me. I have a zero carbon footprint. I I did the math.
1: You drove to the donation box,
0: Derek. I did the math <laughs> and putting a bag a of car. clothes. In the car you drive yeah. for six months reduces your Just carbon the extra footprint. <laughs> of that
1: bag in your truck. It's probably making you burn like three times as much gas.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I, I didn't factor that into my math, so my math's still good, and I have a lesser carbon footprint.
1: Do you want to talk about the shoe shit? Hey, Colin Kaepernick found a job. Check that out. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, Which is good. It is
1: good. Uh, I mean... He features quite prominently in the new Nike ad campaign, basically uh, playing up Colin Kaepernick's sacrifice to stand up for something he believed in, which...
0: Which, as much as people hate on, he did lose a $19 million a year career because he, I don't know, if you were living under a rock or you just don't know sports or listen to American media... Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers Mm -hmm. until, well, until like two years ago. But before that, was it 2016 that he started kneeling? Yeah,
1: yeah, he's been out of the league. He was out of the league all last season, so it would have been 2016, yeah. Yeah.
0: So in 2000, was it the first game or was it just kind of – so anyways – he starts kneeling when they sing the national anthem before he the started, game. He started
1: actually. I watched a very uh, instructive video on yeah. Facebook that uh, he was sitting on the bench. Yeah. Uh, until he, um, a like former army vet or someone sent him a letter, being like, "Hey, like, um, it fucking sucks that you're doing that. Like, kneeling would actually be a more respectful way for you, to, like." There's a video of, like, Colin Kaepernick and the guy meeting and then uh, hearing each other out. And then they they basically – the guy was like, it would be better to kneel because it's still a way of, like, showing respect. But you're still making your point. And Colin Kaepernick was like, fuck yeah, I'll do that.
0: Oh, see, that's even better. Yeah. So basically he started (laughs) sitting, which led into kneeling, to protest specifically the way African-Americans are treated in the U.S. by the police department. I e they're getting forceful takedowns. There's a lot of killings, which are killing
1: of unarmed people.
0: Yeah, I think some would say accidental. Some wouldn't. That's not really our place to like decide. We run a podcast. Okay, We, we
1: can decide things.
0: The police in the states are way fucking harder on black people than they are white people. Yeah, and Colin Kaepernick was trying to bring awareness to this, which is actually very courageous. Like. Everybody's like mad because he didn't go to war or whatever. So he's like disrespecting the flag. But he kind of – I've never really heard of someone giving up more than $19 million a year. $19 million a year was just his salary from the team. Like I'd imagine he also lost sponsorships from people who wanted to save face. So it's good for Nike to get him to be the – I guess, poster child of their new marketing campaign. What is it, the 60th or the twenty? Was it, the 30th anniversary of the tagline, Just Do It? I think that's what it is. This, so there's this new campaign is Just Do It, the tagline for Nike's been around for 30 years. So they got a bunch of athletes and black and white pitchers, and it's like a big picture of their face, and it says... Like Kaepernick says, believe in something even if you have to sacrifice everything. There's a
1: great fucking video then, spot that goes along with it, with yeah. uh, Colin Kaepernick doing the voiceover. I would highly encourage everyone to go uh, check that out. Huh. Uh, there are also a fucking ton of uh, hilarious memes. memes. Yeah, oh my god, you gotta you gotta read the memes. Uh, this I'll is I'll link some of them in the show notes. This
0: is a meme gold line. Like even um, a good place to start is Thunder Dungeon, where I go to first for my memes. Did uh, what's that thing where they collect stuff like a site like, aggregator yeah, something? they aggregate different memes and funny posts, and they aggregated I think like thirty hilarious like meme jokes about this uh ad.
1: The best, did you see the uh, Dennis Reynolds one? It was so fucking always oh, sunny mm. Philadelphia, the Dennis system. Yeah, <laughs> had the Dennis
0: system. That was hilarious. Easily
1: the best one. Um, so, because uh, conservatives. Oh, fuck. Because conservatives don't like black people very much.
0: Well, it's not that they <laughs> don't like black people, they just don't like the poor black people. Or the super rich black people, kind of like Colin Kaepernick, kind of pointing a finger at them for not liking the poor black people. Like, I mean, I'm sure if you're, like, a rich black person and you're quiet, they love you because they, like, the thing about conservatives, which I guess would kind of be, is it good or bad that they, like, they, once you have enough money, they just see green instead of your actual color of your skin? Yeah. Is that good or bad? Is it good that they do that? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess it's still bigotry because it's classism, but it's not racist. So you're kind of on the fence. You're like, what's worse, classism or racism? I
1: feel like a lot of racism is just, like, classism. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Like, 100%. Like, you, yeah. a lot of people... Like, you don't see cops, actually, I was going to say, you don't see cops, like, taking down, like, uh, you know, rich black guys or, like, black athletes or anything. But they absolutely do that all the time. There was, uh, where was it? In Milwaukee, that uh, Milwaukee Bucks basketball player, rookie was just, like, hanging out in a parking lot by his car. Yeah. Uh, and he ended up getting, like, he was literally just standing by a car, and he ended up getting, like, tased and arrested by cops. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that does have, so, yeah, that's that's racist, but a lot of it is uh, definitely, uh, you know, mm. classism dressed up as racism.
0: Yeah, okay, I guess. So classism would be worse than racism because, like you just pointed out, most racism stems from classism. Hmm. Mm. Makes you think, yeah. We gotta get rich, <laughs> Why? so that we can go unnoticed by old rich bigots. So right. we just—I mean, we're under pretty
1: unnoticed by old rich bigots. Like we're not. Yeah. No, n- nobody with uh, you know an income in like seven figures knows we exist at all.
0: I'd like to think even one or urges. two. <laughs> I don't think that's Wait, true. Wait, what's seven figures? A million? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. no we Nobody who makes a million dollars knows do who Do we, we are. know any millionaires, no. personally?
1: No. Think, like, your entire network of friends. There has to no. be one millionaire. Like, some dipshit who was just like, Oh, I'm going to put $100 in Bitcoin in fucking, like, 2002.
0: Yeah, no, because also, they're not millionaires until they sell that Bitcoin, which is actually pretty hard to do. Because... The thing about Bitcoin was if it was easy to sell it, it wouldn't have as arbitrarily inflated itself because people would have sold it and then the stock price would have gone down. But come to think of it, no, because like the richest people I know would maybe be hundred thousand thousandaires if they had better savings. A single hundred thousand thousandaire? Well, it's weird because I know people who make more than $100,000, but they don't have $100,000 in the bank. Would that count as a $100,000 error or would that just be – like are we talking like they have to have assets or potential earning possibilities? No, I
1: think like net worth is determined by the value of the assets you hold. So you would have to have like – you could have a $100,000 salary –
0: do houses count?
1: Yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, know, That Then I know plenty of... Thousands. I'm a 100000 thousandaire. Get a load of this
0: guy. Do, are we allowed to hang out still? Who has two thumbs and has a, <laughs> a an hundred asset thousand worth $100,000? Thousand 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 dollars. Dollars. Derek Bolin. Mm-hmm. I have an asset worth whatever my car's worth. It's halfway paid off. It's probably like... If i sold it and kept shitty half thing
1: about that is that cars only ever depreciate in value they don't increase in value so yeah. technically you're taking a hit on that car but the
0: best thing is you could do donuts in them <laughs> you can't fucking go to a parking lot with a house go up to a shopping cart and then floor it and then shoot that shopping cart at a curb
1: could if your house was an rv Dale's next investment.
0: Fox is going to be a Oh, wait, those will just again. depreciate too.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, it'll actually, like, a, I guess. Interesting. If you have a vehicle that's also your home.
0: Yeah. Like a trailer. Huh? Huh? Wait. Uh? Trailers aren't really. Hmm? That's true. Huh? That's true. Are we going to talk about this? Like, recently? We haven't even gotten into the boycott yet. We like. Oh, Yeah. What, why are we talking about finances? Don't you like how it's like we start talking about about like stuff that's like, oh, this like athlete did this thing. And then we're like, actually, if you do this with your money. It's very on brand <laughs> for us. I like I like how I looked
1: at the fucking uh, show notes for today and there were like two things to talk about. And I was like, how are we going to fill all yeah, that airtime? Well, we'll never Meanwhile, be able I'll, to stretch
0: this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for the 20 minutes we spent talking about you finding a place to live. Right.
1: And then the, like, further 20 minutes talking about living in an RV. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Colin Kaepernick uh, already had the ire of conservatives who were basically like, uh, this guy hates America. He hates our troops. He hates uh, our flag. He shits all over uh, everything we believe in. And then you have liberals who are like, actually, it's uh, more patriotic to be able to protest stuff. That's why, like... People fight for these things, freedom, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So conservatives, the people who never get mad about dumb shit ever, they are not the snowflakes. Uh, They are... uh, After the the Nike campaign launched, uh, there are tons of videos of conservatives online basically like throwing their Nike shit in the trash or lighting Nike shit on fire. Which
0: is the best because everybody got to bust out that one-liner. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you're really going to hurt Nike by burning stuff you already paid for yeah. And then you're like, I'm a comedic genius. <laughs> I thought of that by
1: myself. No one else made this wry observation. Yeah, I'm the and only nobody one. nobody else
0: ever will. And then the Internet's just flooded with that one joke. And you're like, oh, I guess everybody thought of the one obvious joke about this.
1: Yes. <clears throat> uh, but basically, yeah, add it to the long list of things. I'm just so fucking sick of living in a world where everything is now a political statement and everything like how many boycotts have we seen this year now from from conservatives. There was also a boycott uh, announced um, whatever taking part this week or last week uh, of uh, In-N-Out Burger by liberals because they found out that the CEO or chairman or whatever of In-N-Out Burger donated money to the Republican party, which like, sorry fuckers like if if you believe that ceos are not donating money to the republican party it doesn't matter what fucking brand it is they're doing that that is like the pro business party that is the party that will be like you know maybe it's a good idea if we just like abolish all laws and let corporations police everything that's the republican party that's what ceos want they want unfettered growth of their capital and Uh, Democrats are never going to offer that. Republicans will offer that. So every CEO of every brand that you love and enjoy, they're donating the Republican Party 100%. Yeah,
0: and the best part about all these boycotts is it's all stuff that's like, oh, the In-N-Out Burger? I'm going to boycott that. Yeah, you're going to boycott one fast food chain? Are you going to boycott all the other burger joints? Yeah. No, because you're not going to stop eating burgers. So you're just going to go to like... White Castle or different? You
1: can only find it. In, okay, come on, get your shit. Well,
0: I don't know. In and Out is isn't like In and Out. Just California?
1: Just California, and then they—I uh, think they're in Arizona and Nevada now, and you can maybe find them in uh, Oregon. I'm not sure.
0: So it's just like the hot, but West like it's the—it's
1: like the the Southwest. Okay, White Castle is only the Northeast. Okay, Whataburger <laughs> is Texas. Okay. Wait, what else am I missing here? Shake Shack's all over the place. Uh what are the other regional hardy's? Good is guys? One? Uh, Good or five guys, that's everywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh wait, we started with In and Out. What about okay, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is everywhere. So you're gonna what? Just go to Jack in the Box instead of In N Out? I'm making a
1: hand jerk uh, on You're motion. making a Jack Jacking motion. Yeah. Also, I dig Jack in the Box. I, I like the sourdough Jack. That hey, remember is, uh, when they killed people? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember when they literally killed
0: people. I love Jack in the Box, too, and we make a point of going there every time we go to the States. And every time I'm eating it, I'm like, man, this is really good. It kind of makes you forget they killed people with E. coli in their meat. And you're like, huh, it's funny how they didn't go broke. And then you eat your food and you leave.
1: Anyway, what were you saying? Oh, boycott. Yeah, even if you don't buy burgers from In-N-Out, yeah, you're giving money to the Republican Party.
0: Yeah, it exactly. doesn't matter. Buy like McDonald's. Wherever you go to get said burgers also has a CEO that's a CEO because he likes money and he wants to make more money, so he's donating to the Republicans. Like, Jeff Bezos didn't get to be like, is he the richest person in America right now? Is uh, he rich? Oh, yeah, 100%. Is, yeah, because he's not like as rich as a Sultan or anything, so he's not the richest person in the world, right? But I would bet one hundred real dollars that Jeff Bezos donates money to the Republicans. Yeah. Absolutely he does. There you he's go. the richest man alive. And you know you know what you get on Amazon? Fucking everything. Yeah. And you know who's not gonna boycott Amazon?
1: You know what you can't get on Amazon. Uh,
0: this guy. You know what burgers?
1: you can't get every burger? You can't can order get burgers. You can't you can, get, you can get already like, cooked. Yeah, you can't so you could get, get groceries on Amazon now, right? Yeah, because since they bought Whole Foods, but
0: well They I bought think you Whole could. Foods? Yeah, they own Whole Foods. Oh Whole Foods. Uh, Which is ah, also hilarious. Hey, ah, so you can get a burger at Whole Foods, so you're getting a burger from Amazon. Proved you wrong. I'm so smart. <laughs> Do a victory dance. Are you done? I don't know. Do you feel fully shamed yet? I'm just like so
1: fucking sick of this world where like, oh, this, this corporation made it like, why do we, why do we have to boycott things? Like boycotts used to be reserved for very specific instances where you were like, oh, this company like slaughtered millions of Armenian children to give us cola. Like (laughs) that's. Yeah.
0: Boy. It's like the boy who boycotted Wolf pretty much. It's like everybody's boycotted so much shit that when somebody boycotts, it's like nobody fucking cares. Anymore, and it's like all these companies are intertwined anyway, so you're still gonna give them money somehow, maybe not directly. I mean, the one thing we should do by boycotting the best thing would be is to have like a bullhorn, and then when people are boycotting, you just go in their face and scream, Nobody fucking cares. But everybody's like, That's one of the problems with the internet, it's like it used to be to boycott stuff. You'd go in public and do it and then people would be like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Nobody cares. And then you go home and feel ashamed of yourself and you're like, oh, nobody actually cares about the actions I take. Maybe I won't do that stupid stuff. And you
1: would learn how ineffective your shit was.
0: Now that you have the internet, people just record themselves lighting their shoes on fire and then five people like it and then people are like, oh, five people like this. It made a difference. And they're all like... Their sails are all full of wind and they're all like amped up because people notice them boycotting stuff.
1: Yeah. Like Twitter in particular uh, is awful because it's just like it gives everyone their own personal echo chamber. And no one is ever there to be like, hey – you're a fucking moron, and the things you do are not important. And you, when you die, you will just like turn to dust in the earth like everyone else, and no one will remember your brave stance where you lit your shoes on fire or didn't buy a three dollar fast food burger. It's like
0: business idea, Ballbusters Inc. So you know how there's yes, I like where men you're going. I like, who where like you're going. just tell people what they're going... And I was we talking will to my be girlfriend. Knowing. I was talking to my girlfriend this week about how much I like ball busting at the workplace and how it's sad that it's leaving. I mean, like if it's a little too mean or it hinges on bullying, then it stops being ball busting and there's a very fine line. But actual ball busting is hilarious. And I don't think people get their balls busted enough because there's been these big swaths of like no bullying in the workplace. People have feelings. Stop trying to make them more rounded people by making fun of them. But I know a lot of bitter people, jaded, maybe a little broken on the inside. If we got like you, me, my older brother, some of his friends, some of our other friends, and we would just like – we had regional offices all around the country where people would be like, yeah, this guy I know, he's pretty annoying. He's like lighting his shoes on fire on the internet and he thinks he's all good and stuff. Can you send someone over to his house? And it would be like a singogram, except for we'd knock on the door, and then we'd bust his balls for a bit. Be like, what the fuck, you think you're cool now? Blah, blah, blah.
1: Isn't that this whole podcast? You just literally described our, like, our entire podcast, only instead of having to open regional offices, we just, like, pipe us telling you that you're a fucking idiot for caring about anything at all, ever, into your ear holes. Oh,
0: my God. That just makes me love our own podcast. It's so great. Far.
1: It's a great podcast.
0: You know what, dare I say it? Our podcast is making the world a better place, one ball busting at a time.
1: Yeah, we were. We should change the name. Uh, I'm pretty locked into this name. I like. Yeah,
0: it. outrage factory is toit because. Don't say that anymore, please. I have to say toit <laughs> and noise. You just have to. You do not have to say either yeah, of those things ever
1: because you can bury those words and never speak them again. I'm just saying it's an option. You you have the power to choose. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Cool. Now, I forgot where I was going. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we have to keep Outrage Factory because when you look up the ha- hashtag Outrage Factory, like nothing else comes up. And in this day and age, finding like, I don't know, like a clean hashtag that nobody else uses is like finding a gold mine. I mean, you could probably put your name in a number and nobody would use that hashtag, but that's cheating. And then if somebody else uses the hashtag outrage factory, I guess inadvertently, it will drive more traffic to us because people look it up for a different reason, and then they'll find us. <clears throat> Should we take a break, or do you want to talk about Kaepernick more?
1: I think we're. Uh, wh- what do we land on? Boycotts are dumb. Oh yeah, the Kaepernick campaign is actually really good and really well done. Watch the video. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's fucking great. It got me a little, little verklempt.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot. Uh, so miss America is kind of pulled into this whole, uh, Kaepernick thing because when they were doing the interview with, uh, the representative from Virginia, let me just check my note. I took actual notes cause I didn't want to forget. Um, uh, yeah. So Emily, ugh, I just realized she spelled, she's her name's Emily McPhail. Which is hilarious because McPhail is a pretty tight last name, but she spelled Emily M-E-I-L-I, which I don't agree with. Anyways, they asked her what she thought about kneeling during the NFL, and her response was, kneeling during the national anthem is absolutely a right that you have to stand up for. Ironically, stand up for your right to kneel. <laughs> I don't know if Good one. That yeah, on I course. got it, Dale. Okay. Thank you. You have to stand up for what you believe in, and to make the right decision, that's right for you, McPhail said. She elaborated, saying, it's very important that we also have to take into consideration this is not about kneeling. It is absolutely about police brutality. Which is funny, because it took a 22-year-old beauty queen to sum it up perfectly. I
1: bet she's getting boycotted.
0: Oh, definitely. As a result of this. I guarantee you she doesn't win Miss America, because Donald Trump... Is that the one he owns? Because there's Miss America, and then there's...
1: He doesn't... He's not associated with Uh, Miss Universe is the... So there's...
0: There's Miss America, and isn't there, like, Miss USA? There's, like, two or something, and I always get them confused, and he owned one of them, and then he got all, like, weird old and pervy and talked about bathing suits, and then they were like, yeah, we're getting rid of the bathing suits. Yeah, I don't...
1: I can't keep it. Anyway, Beauty pageants are just fucked up in general, and I don't think they should exist, but...
0: I mean... If they told me I was the prettiest dude in a state, I'd be pretty stoked, too. But nobody's telling me that.
1: You're the prettiest dude in this room right now, Dale.
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're about evens. But All right. I'll take I'd it. I'd say we're both it. fives. Uh,
1: solid fives. Yeah. Uh, a closing note, uh, just the ineffectiveness of boycotts and how boycotting everything uh, is actually making boycotts less effective and worse for everyone. Um, 2016 study found that uh, uh, due to boycotts uh, driving politicians to want to avoid being publicly associated with any given company uh, drives corporate donation practices underground encouraging companies or CEOs to shift towards lobbying contributions or personal campaign donations which require less disclosure and are harder to trace Uh, again going back to those CEOs who are donating money to the Republican Party uh, and lastly, boycott fatigue is a real thing. Uh, they found that uh, the boy fought, boycott's efficacy as a weapon of the weak or disenfranchised is lessening in our increasingly polarized world, uh, reducing the limited power of those who feel their voices go unheard. So, uh, stop boycotting everything, you fucking morons. Yeah. Save it for the shit that really matters. And uh, we're going to take a break.
0: Have you ever boycotted anything? No, well, publicly, you're just like, I can't do that. But,
1: uh, I think when, like, Chick-fil-A first was, like, uh, when it came to light. I mean, it was an easy boycott because there's no yeah. Chick-fil-A for, like, thousand. And then I actually went uh, a couple of years ago and went and bought, like, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I was yeah. like, this is fucking delicious. <laughs> like, I, I don't boycott Chick-fil-A anymore because it's really good. Uh, and, like, uh, no. I mean, I make conscious decisions to not buy things like Coca-Cola, but that's mostly because of what it does to your body, not because I give yeah. a fuck about...
0: it's mostly because now that we're literal adults and not, like, just grown-up kids, we can't drink that shit anymore because it eats our body away from the inside. Yeah. Actually, I just had a Coke. I just had a Coke Zero. I can't, can't do it. So, uh, yeah. Although, yeah, soda pop is something... I guess not by choice I boycotted it. I boycotted it mostly because... Doubt. Well, that and it's fucking terrible for you. Yes. And it's full of sugar and you will get diabetes if you drink pop. You just will. It's not a matter of if or maybe you will. If you drink like regular sugar, like sugar to the level of other pops, you will eventually get diabetes. Fucking
1: soda, sparkling water, man. Soda water. Yeah, man. It's the way to go
0: spicy water
1: spicy noah's <laughs> <was> spicy water <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to ramble on a bunch of bu- bu- about a bunch of other shit that has nothing to do with what we originally intended
0: to talk about yeah sounds good up, Alright, I like it. Variety is the spice of life. Well, now that you're single, I don't want to be the sexy voice guy I want anymore. That's so. true. So I ladies. Gotta, I gotta let you get in there. Hey, Although,
1: we're back.
0: Do you think there's any single ladies who listen mm, to our podcast?
1: No, there are hardly any ladies that listen to our podcast. The ones you? that do are...
0: Already know us, yeah. so they're like, fuck that. Hard, hard left <laughs> turn there. On one hand... If They dated you, they'd have to put up with you, but they would also get me as the best friend to put up with, and I think that's like two X's in the no column. Plus, they'd have to listen to our podcast. We'd make the
1: them. law. Do you want to talk about the Skookum thing?
0: Skookum if you got them. All right, <laughs> I wanted to make that joke for like <laughs> four months because at work at my old job. We used to listen to The Peak all day, and The Peak was, like, a pretty big uh, pretty big uh, sponsor of Skookum. And they had this tagline, Skookum a day in May. And I was like, why wouldn't you just say Skookum if you got them? Because they were giving away free tickets to go to Skookum, which apparently turned out to not be good. Some people didn't like their... Time that they spent at this music festival. No, it's a
1: music. Okay, so uh, music festival in Vancouver this past weekend. Uh, this is topical news because we had a really hard time fleshing out the the show roster today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a music festival. Uh, no,
0: I think that now that music festivals are done, like summer music festivals are done, it's a good way to talk about because. There's never a music festival that goes by and everybody's like, we all feel the same about this music festival. That was great. Let's move on and not talk about it on the internet. Well, everyone just fucking complains about it? Like,
1: hey, okay, if you're attending a music festival, mm-hmm. here's probably what's going to happen. You're going to stand in line for shit. Yeah. That, that's it. That's, like, we're 90%. I remember uh, uh, even... Uh, what are you looking at? Check I'm out looking the at
0: the actual lineup it was of, of all the summer festivals I looked at this year. The same. Skookum was the best lineup because, one, it didn't have any rap, and two, it didn't have any, like, normal person pop music, like, kind of wedging its way into the indie scene because most uh, summer festivals for about the last 10 years have uh, prominently featured indie bands. One, because I think they're cheaper to get to perform and two, because uh, with the spreading of music on the internet, everybody knows who the indie bands are just as well as the popular ones anyway. So why not get the most bang for your buck and hire the cheaper ones? But then the same thing that happens with all music, it got to the popular kids, started picking the shitty music that they like and now like Eminem goes to Coachella and shit like that. Which
1: is Eminem even still. Oh, apparently he dropped a new album. A diss
0: track album. Apparently he spits fire at (laughs) all of the other rappers. I love how
1: how you're talking about a white rapper and you still (laughs) manage to sound like the whitest (laughs) guy alive. (laughs) He dropped a
0: diss track. (laughs) Yeah, apparently um, he. uh, Would they say he murdered them? With his you can't say that. Well, that's what they said. But I guess you the, can't say that. I guess it sounds better if you're talking about rap and you're using like colloquialisms that they use in rap. Yeah, but when you,
1: a white guy from the suburbs of Vancouver, says he murdered them, says <laughs>
0: another white guy means, was murdering, it means he other actually rappers. actually yeah. murdered someone. So, anyways, uh, people. You know, no, I'm, I just want to say the bands. We're good. That were there that I like. So I like the Killers. Eh, they're pretty popular. Killers were awesome. Arkel's and the Machine is Arkells all right. Arkel's is fantastic. Arkel's is good. Metric is fucking awesome. War mm-hmm. on Drugs, Meh. Saint Vincent, Meh. Blue Rodeo, oh, What?
1: Those guys still play?
0: Those guys are old as fuck. Oh, Chromeo's good. Mother Mother's pretty good. Don't know the Bahamas. Milky Chance, yeah, it's pretty good. They had
1: that one song.
0: Yeah, that one it's song the with the click track. Fucking
1: aren't like you look at like summer festival lineups, and they're yeah. all they're all the same bands.
0: Well, they used to be that. It it's used to still be that. like the most popular indie bands would go to all the festivals, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's good." But yeah, this one had like Buffy St. Marie. That chick's old as hell. Matt Mays was there. Dear Rouge was there. Uh. Uh, Said the Whale's pretty good. Yukon Blonde's pretty good. Yeah, so anyways, bands like that, Hey Ocean, they were there. So, as far as the music festivals go this year, it was one of the better lineups. There have been better lineups in the past, At uh, different, like...
1: Apparently lots of people agreed, because lots of people came to the festival, and when you get lots of people and put them in one area on a festival grounds, there's two going- things
0: they need to do. Eat... And shit. And both of these. Or even just
1: just pee. Just piss.
0: That's not as vulgar, Derek. (laughs) Sorry. Also, half the people don't need to go into a porta potty to piss. It's disgusting, but in a pinch, dudes can piss anywhere. I mean, I guess anybody can shit anywhere too, but that's disgusting and you don't want to do that. Have you ever shat outside? Like, not in a porta potty, just like nothing just outside in grade shitting. seven
1: uh grade six or grade seven we had a uh like my my clique my group of friends we clique? had this isn't it
0: called clique
1: i ah. it was a clique anyway sorry well thanks for derailing my story i don't want hey to tell it that's what
0: i'm here to we do we had at
1: elementary school we had a uh a uh shitting tree and for everyone to be inducted into the club they had to prove how Hardcore they were by shitting behind this tree, <laughs> uh, which hearing the words come out of my mouth, I'm like,
0: that's kind of weird. Uh, wait, wait, never. I just want well, one question answered. What city did you go to grade seven? In? Seven Arm. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, this wasn't even Alberta. No, this, this is, is like R. so.
1: Uh, There was there was uh, a solid
0: like week where everyone like another question. Did other people go make sure you shat or could you lie your way through it? No,
1: you had to like people were actually shitting, which brings me to the next part of the story, which is like a week after we started this, uh, they called an assembly and they were like, please stop shitting behind the tree on school property because we have to pay a guy to clean that up, and, like, (laughs) it's not. I don't know why we decided that was going to be our thing, but uh, everyone everyone had to shit behind the tree.
0: This is my favorite Derek childhood story. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's it's awesome because everybody, like, you could think about, like, what you're twelve years old in grade seven, you would think about twelve year old boys and be like, yeah, we gotta prove we're hardcore. But it's like you're not actually gonna like fight or do anything malicious. So you're just gonna go to gross. yeah. And you all like, I want to be a fly on the wall, not to watch like little boys shit <laughs> behind. A tree. I just want to like, I just what wanna... I wouldn't give to be a fly <laughs> on that tree, just to know the inner workings. Like, how was the tree picked? Whose idea was the shit? They're like, okay, we got to make. Well, the tree was club. picked, so
1: there. Were, it was like, so it was a fairly secluded corner of the schoolyard. Yeah. But it was still like it was a big ass tree. And yeah. It was still like on the school property. Yeah. And there was, uh, you know, it. Looking back, like logically, it made sense for this to be the shitting tree.
0: Yeah. I mean, once you go to you're going to shit behind a tree <laughs> to be inducted into this club. There's not many trees that you could <laughs> actually shit behind. But it's so funny like how you would get to shitting behind a tree as induction into this group. So anyways, at Skookum Festival, there was no... There was probably tree shitting going on. Oh, Absolutely. Definitely.
1: 100%. I saw a few tweets directed at both the... Uh, Festival organizers and inexplicably the city of Vancouver being like, hey, uh, there's a shortage, like a major shortage of outhouses here. People are like waiting in line for 40 minutes so that which like, you know, that's because of guys like you and I who will go to a festival outhouse and still spend 40 minutes shitting while looking at our phone. Yeah, like 100 percent.
0: Well, what are you going to do? Shit and not <laughs> looking not phone? Look at your phone? Mm. Like, why would you do that? An outhouse is so disgusting. You have to like be able to take your mind off what's going on. Like if you think about like, okay, here's something. My girlfriend's always like, why do you guys always shit with the phone? Because girls don't shit with their phone as much as guys do. And I don't
1: know that that's true.
0: The answer is if I go and I have and I have to take a shit And I don't have something to take my mind off it, like a book to read, a magazine to look at, or my smartphone. Then I can't shit because I think about shitting too much and, like, what's actually going on. And then you're like – why? why? Because you have nothing else to think about. What am I going to do? Daydream?
1: I don't – Anyways,
0: I think guys take something with them because if you think about shitting too much, it makes you not have to shit. And then you're like, well, now I can't shit because I thought about it too much.
1: I'm going to go on the record saying I've never once been, like, a mindful shitter who's like, I'm just going to focus on my shit. Like, that's not something did, I feel compelled to you do. You know
0: why, Derek? Because you don't practice mindfulness enough. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I wanted to also say I shat outside once, never again. I will never shit outside again. It was. It wasn't horrific. It was just... Obscenely uncomfortable. It was just not something I want to ever replicate in my life. So
1: you didn't get inducted into a special club of afterwards? No, of I was seven not. Boys I afterwards, was
0: not. Part, did you say grade ten or grade seven? Grade seven. Okay. <laughs> I was not part of the little boy shit crew, or whatever you guys were called. <laughs> it would have been a much better name. Was your name of- Browntown? No, but that also would have be been great. Like, oh my god. Start a boy band? Dad joke <laughs> puns about little boy shitting outside. All right, That's our homework. Uh,
1: <laughs> hey, everyone who complained about things at the music festival, music festivals will inevitably incur long lines.
0: Oh that. yeah. Also, who fucking like I've been... To, you've been to... Was this a camping music festival?
1: Uh, I don't actually... Or was was it, it in, like, Stanley Park or something?
0: Was it in... Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, That's it was enough. in Stanley Park. Which I'm pretty sure... Oh, yeah. So, also, if it's in Stanley Park, just go to fucking, like, English Bay and get something to eat. But, like, when I went to a music festival, it might have been because I was objectionably poorer than these... People, but we used to go to, like, Warp Tour and Edge Fest and shit, and I was never like, oh, boy, I can't wait to go watch this music I like and then get food from the food trucks there. It was always, like, just about the music, and then you'd forget to eat. And then you'd (laughs) hit,
1: like, a Denny's with everyone else after, just covered in, like, sweat and filth.
0: Yeah, and it was, like, the best Denny's you've ever had in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So... Maybe these kids are just too spoiled, and they're like, oh boy, I can't wait to go watch Florence and the Machine and get some
1: food truck. I'm going to buy a $15 burrito (laughs) that's made from an artisan food truck. (laughs) Yeah, people are dipshits.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see Sad the Whale and get some poutine. Also, one thing, one thing I have to agree with all the people that were whining was people were tweeting about how The food trucks weren't selling drinks, not like alcoholic drinks, but like pop and water. So the food trucks were only selling food and you had to get pop and water from somewhere else. So people would stand in line, get their food, get to the front and be like, what do you mean I can't get pop and water here? They'd be like, oh, well, you have to go get that somewhere else. So that's dumb because you'd have to stand in line twice to get a drink and your food. So... Yeah, and then like the porta potties, like one, you should never go to a porta potty at a music festival because it's disgusting. And like I went to what was that? I went to Folkfest in at Jericho Beach. And there was always a huge lineup for the porta potties, and I was like, oh sweet. There's no lineup for the like later on at night. You're like, oh, there's no lineup for the porta potty. I should use one now. And you're like, oh wait. It's been a day of porta potty use. I am not using that porta potty. I'm just gonna hold it till I go home, which is what everybody should do instead of using gross porta. Or just potties.
1: find the the next gaggle of grade seven boys in a tree.
0: Yeah, find a good shitting tree. All right, uh,
1: our mailbag sucked this week, as per usual, because we didn't put out the call until much too late. But thanks to everyone who thought about writing it. Yeah, I'm
0: sure that you will all answer us in a couple days. After we've totally moved on from this episode, and but early enough that we forget to bring stuff up for next episode. Cool,
1: good timing, everyone.
0: High yeah. five so, all uh, around. Stop complaining about music festivals. Man up, or woman up, or gender neutral up, and just be tougher. Or I guess uh, you can't even tell people to be tougher You anymore.
1: Can't can't do that. That's problematic. And what would you say? Why is toughness appreciated? Be, be resilient.
0: Ooh, good one. Be a more resilient human being and learn to eat before and after the music festival and just shit your pants. Fuck it.
1: Oh. What? Business idea. Shitting your pants? No, be touring music festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a diaper booth where Whoa. we sell adult diapers. Why Why are you making... Not dirty ones. Why are you making that face? Because they will be dirty. They'll be dirty eventually. We're not going to deal... Well, oh, we could also... No, ...offer disposal... No. no. ...for an upcharge. charge. Vito, right. veto, well, Vito. We're, we're no, going to talk about no this. No used adult <laughs>
0: diapers will ever be in the vicinity of Dale DeRuder. I will... Never deal with the elderly, and their depends. And I will also, if I get to that point myself, I will uh, unplug the machine myself.
1: All right, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, if you want to tweet at me and tell me how fucking god awful this episode was, because it was certainly not our finest work. Yeah, uh, don't say that. All right, this is our finest work. You can reach me. A lot
0: of people are very impressionable on Twitter. And they were like, oh, this is pretty good. And then when you say it's bad, they're like, wait, if they hated it, why do Less I like it?
1: Then 5% See, of our listeners gotta, will actually listen through to this part. You got to
0: upsell yourself and be like, hey, we did pretty good this week. We didn't have a lot to talk about, but I think we nailed it.
1: Thanks for listening to our greatest episode ever. Uh, and our last episode, thank you to this fair living room last slash oh, in podcasting the, studio. yeah. Room, yeah. Uh, you have served us well for the last 60 episodes. Uh, I look forward to the next one in my place before I get evicted from there. And then the following 40 of me sobbing into a microphone in a cardboard box somewhere on the downtown east side.
0: I do want to bring up past business. Remember when you called out Derek or Jared on his band and said if he listens to this he will give a shit? He didn't do it. Oh fuck you, Jared. Yeah. Also,
1: we should close every episode now saying something awful about Jared, who is a fucking moron with shepherd brains and a tiny well, penis.
0: I don't know because then he'll listen to him all at once and <laughs> just we feel really bad about himself, ruin his self esteem. <laughs> and I don't know. I've spent thirty years ruining my own self esteem, good enough, so I don't really need to pick on anybody else.
1: He's my younger brother. I absolutely need to ruin his self-esteem. Well, yeah,
0: you should say terrible. Stuff because you have a free pass. Because he's like, why the fuck you say all this terrible shit about me? You'd be like, because I'm your fucking brother. brother. And I can't say anything shitty about my older brother because he listens to every episode. Like a good brother, Jared. You fucking sellout. Listen to our shit.
1: Uh, tweet me at Herder on Twitter. Tweet
0: me at SuperDaleBot.
1: Tweet us at Outrage Fact Pod. Like us on Facebook. Uh, what's the other thing? Donate money to us on Patreon. Yeah,
0: Patreon, iTunes the fuck is our podcast hosted on?
1: Uh, Simplecast? Simplecast.
0: Uh, yeah, we don't update the SoundCloud anymore. You could probably find us on those aggregate podcast streaming sites. And other than that, do you have anything to add, Mr. Bolan?
1: Nothing at all, Dale DeRuder. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. We will, uh, we will record... <laughs> In a week? Yeah, until then. It
0: might be an extra fuck, couple you days. you blew the
1: catchphrase, you dipshit. What? Oh, also, I'm not going to have furniture in my new place, so we will definitely be us, like, hunkered down on the floor. Neat. It'll uh, be like camping. Yeah. Like camping. We can um, ship behind
0: a whatever. No, I was just going to say, next week we're actually moving you, so we might be a couple days late. We
1: will not be a couple days late. Come rain, shine, or Derek moving into a bachelor pad, Outrage Factory is usually on time.
0: Bachelor pad. Until next week. Stay angry.